Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, no! Oh, boy! Ah, here it comes! The motherfucking loud spark! That's right, you're listening to the almighty hot zone! What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Today, we got Chad Sutliff, a.k.a. Chatty. What's up, man? What's up? How we doing, guys? How we doing? Good. And what's going on, Sam? I know you're shaking your head because I hit the mute button right at the same time you hit the mute button. and I remuted myself. I'm going to stop doing that from now on. We're still testing out StreamYard, so we're getting all the kinks worked out. Yeah, uh-huh. you ha- you actually just like you. It was like two second pause after the video after the song was done. It's like, <laughs> right? I, I can see it on your face. You're like, I done messed up already. <laughs> yeah, I was like, shit. That's all right. That's all right. All right. So, Chatty, you came from, if I understand this correctly, you came from a rock and roll kind of background and switched over to hip hop. Yeah. So I've been. I've been in the music industry. I'm 25 now. I'm going to be 20. I've been playing in bands and stuff since I was about 10 years old. So I have, I got a lot of years experience in the music industry. I actually started off playing country music, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Yeah. I st- my dad, my dad uh, actually was a front man around here and he called the Midnight Riders and they were more of like a cover, cover band. They had, you know, they had their own original tunes and stuff, but they played a lot of big benefits, a lot of shows around where I'm from, Albany, New York. So I, I remember when I was younger, I started, uh, you know, filling in and drumming for some of his shows and playing a bunch of old, like 10 years old. So that's that's when I first really started music. But I come from a music family between my dad, my sister is a musician and a singer as well. Um but yeah, so I started with that and then, but yeah, before Chatty, I was in a uh, band that I created, I started, built up from scratch, was uh, called Somewhere to Call Home. Okay. And we were a yeah. uh, like that new metalcore, sworn in type genre, I guess you could, you could say. <laughs> But that that was my uh, that was my baby band. Yep, I I exited out of that because I wanted to um, you know try some different things, try doing um, some stuff myself, and you know seeking some other adventures. But yep, so I come for come from an extensive touring background. With that, I've filled in for a couple other projects before and playing shows. So I got the music in my blood. 
So I wanted to try switching over from drumming and, uh, you know, trying the frontman role and see what it's all about. Well, you said your family, uh, you're, you're got your whole family is involved in music. Um, hopefully none of them have that uh, porn stash that's going on. What's going on with the porn stash? <laughs> Dude, uh, I, I mean, I don't even I, know. I, I, uh, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad, actually. You got that Joe Dude, Dirt my, thing going? It works, Joe. it works out perfect because I can't grow here whatsoever. <laughs> All I can grow is the goatee and the mustache. And... I've been keeping the mustache though because the girlfriend likes it. So it's it's what she it's what she wants is what I got to do. She's I, like, I can't grow. I, I I literally can't can't grow any of this either. But I continue to try to grow it, and it just is like a mess on my face. But I love it. And when I shave it, my kids and my wife think I look weird. I've too tried the porn stash. It's not bad, but 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 I look really Mexican when I do, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then no, he starts. Uh, I try to, I try to, I try to keep a little bit of facial hair because I feel like I look like I'm like 18, <laughs> like when I when I got the baby face going. Yeah. So, uh, but, Chad, yes, on, I, on your on your music, um, when you left, what what uh, you were playing drums, if I'm not mistaken, for somewhere to call home uh, when we met, right? So, correct. um Yep. At, one of the one of the things that I that I know that you you may or may not want to talk about on this is is one of the reasons why you had to exit and try something new was because it was your mental state where you were being in this industry and one of your songs uh, that we'll play on on the podcast kind of expresses that a little bit at, you know like like a zero to hero back to zero all it could go all in one month you know um so so tell us a little bit about if you want to about why you you probably kind of needed to take a break from that yeah absolutely i mean it was it was a to be honest it was a mixture of things you know i won't get into too much detail you know for the respect of my old members and everything, you know, it wasn't like a bad split and stuff like that. It was just that typical, uh, you know, a lot of band uh, disagreements, you know, uh, disagreements about money stuff, you know, where each person want, what direction each person wanted to go in. And just my direction was not what those guys were seeing. And it was just, it was honestly just a lot of headbutting, and like me, I love touring. Like that's what I love to do. So, with all the you know, I know all the stress and stuff comes with the band. Like that, that's just a given, you know. But it just seemed like it was a little bit too much and too many different scenarios that I won't go into too much detail about. That was just you know, draining my mental health down. I was going through job problems. Uh, you know, being gone on the road so much, it was taking a toll on some of my relationships and it was just everything, you know, everything circling in at once that made me, you know, like the last tour that we did was with, uh, we were supporting uh, Scarlett O'Hara and Sleepwaker was our last full U.S. tour that I set up for us. And um, like that tour went great, but that tour, I was sick for the whole month. Like, I was miserable with that. I was dealing with a bunch of home problems, um, you know, band issues. Excuse me. You know, and it was just, 
you know, my head was just going everywhere and I couldn't focus a hundred percent on what I love and what I wanted to do, you know? So between all that, and you know, all the issues that were going with the bands and within the band, you know, your typical band stuff, but there was, you know, there were some more instances, but I won't go into it, you know, cause the rest of the guys, they are awesome. Like I've, I grew up playing with half of those guys for, literally since I got into the metal industry. Like I've known guitar player, bass player for, we've been a band, you know, for years and years. So they're all still my brothers and stuff. We don't really talk too much. You know, we've kind of went our separate paths, but I always have that respect for those guys because, you know, we, we did a lot. We created a lot, went through a lot of shit, you know, good and bad, you know, so I always have that respect for them. But just after, you know, everything, all the stuff going on with me, I just had to exit out. So that's what I did for a couple months. You know, I took a break. I didn't do anything music related. I did nothing for, cause that, that tour ended and I got home in December. Yeah. Uh, beginning, beginning or second week of December. And like um, this, this last December or a year ago, the December before, yeah, December of 2019 before okay. COVID shut everything down. Like that was the okay. last tour I was able to do. So that's been a while ago. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I took, uh, oh yeah. So I I took a couple of months off completely. I didn't do anything, you know. I nothing music related. To be honest, right now I haven't even touched my drum set since that tour. And th- I, for me, that is insane because I, I've been playing drums since I was five years old. I'm 25 now. And this is the first long stretch I've ever went without touching my drums. Well, I just I, haven't had that like. I think you're growing as a musician and, and going on a different path. And so it, it's good to do that. I did want to ask you, though. Um, so now that now that you're no longer with the band, is it just you? Like, are you writing your own um, music? Are you purchasing your music? Do you have to deal with any other members when it comes to, like, in agreement with what you want to do? Or is it just your decision is final and that's it? So that, that's a good question. So that also kind of ties to why I wanted to split off and try to do my own thing. Because, you know, it was, it was all, you guys know, being in the bands, you're not, you're rarely ever going to have four, five, six people agree 100%. Like, right. No, they'll agree all the time. I, 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 <laughs> bands, <laughs> like, with all my tour friends, all the bands and stuff I've been in, like, you know, it's so rare to fully agree on everything. So, you know, like, just one of the biggest things, you know, despite, like, us disagreeing and stuff like i wanted to get off and uh do stuff myself basically because i but i mean like with the band already i was already doing everything like i built up somewhere to call home myself um me and the bassist really built it up we started everything but as far as naming the band that was all me getting everything set up i did all the booking for the first like 10 11 tours that we did and then we had a couple other people try to book, but it just didn't work out. So I took over setting up all the stuff after that again. So like I've always done the drummer all that stuff, but the I wanna... drummer, the drummer is the one I'm telling you that always fucking does everything for the whole entire band. I do want to ask you another question. Um, you talked about being on the road and having struggles at home. So, and I know when you're on the road and you got issues at the house, you can't really take care of those issues because you're not there to take care of them, right? Do you think that being a one man, yeah. being a one man band or doing things yourself 
if there are issues at home and you take this back on tour, you're going to be able to address those issues because you're only dealing with yourself and no one else's drama? Yeah, I feel like if it gets back to that situation, if I ever have that, it would be a little bit easier because, yeah, because mostly going back to your other question before, as far as everything, like me and my producer and stuff, we work with everything back and forth. But as far as members and stuff like that, right now, it's solely me. And, you know, there isn't shows or anything going on right now. So, but once I do get my shows going, you know, I, I am going to incorporate, you know, a band and stuff into it, but I'm going to be very, very, I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm being too picky, but like, I want to be very picky with who I'm bringing in with my right. vision. You know, I want to have that person that has the exact vision that I want to go for. Cause that, that's why I split off because, you know, I had the idea of what I wanted to try. I wanted to try to do stuff on my own basically. Cause like I was already, I have to say though, with Southern Call Home, like, everyone had their parts Everyone did their job. I did the booking. I did the setting up. Like I was the, you know, I was the money. I was the, the, the contact guy, basically, you know, like I had most of the connects, you know, and doing all that stuff. And then we had our bassist. He was the merch guy, did all that stuff. Guitars did the designing, you know, songs and all that. So like everyone had their roles, you know, but, uh, so with this, I wanted to take everything I've learned because I've want, I've honestly really wanted to do the front man position for a couple of years, but with drumming fully touring and, you know, somewhere to call home being my first priority, I couldn't really right. fully focus on right. this, you know, so that big thing that kind of led me to wanting to leave that was so I could focus on this myself, you know, and I took a couple months off, didn't touch music, anything at all, got my, you know, everything figured out, worked on some relationships, got my head back in place, you know, my mental, you know, I, I, I took that breather right. that, you know, a lot of musicians, right. a lot of musicians sometimes have to, you know, take before they really drive themselves into the ground, you know? And it was one of those where it was just, I was miserable. Like, I'll be honest, that last tour that I did being sick, you know, all the drama and everything, I was just, I was over it. Like I, I would play the set, you know, and then, you would see me the rest of the night. I'd be right back in the van, very anti, anti-social, you know, which isn't like me. So I felt like, you know, I was letting people down and I just had to step away and, you know, start fresh and, you know, clear my head. Yep. Well, let's talk about this so first song that this first song that we're going to play. This was your first single. If I, if I'm not, if I'm correct, correct. Uh, my first single that I put out was actually a song called Are You Okay was the first one that I put out. And then the next one I put out was called Better Off. And then I had On My Own was another one. Hurt Like I Do was another one. But as far as music videos, the only ones I did so far were for Found My Way, which I shot in New York City. And then uh, I remember when it was easy. Feature, uh, featuring one of my really good friends uh, named Pierce. He goes by Soft Grunge. Extremely, extremely talented artist. And that I, uh, I traveled down to Nashville for for a weekend and shot everything down there. So th those two are my most recent songs and the ones okay. that I've done videos so far. Sam, right, well, play it? Yeah, yeah. So let's play uh, I Found My Way, correct? Uh, the rooftop one. <laughs> I can't. All right, so we're we're yeah, gonna that was, uh, done, that was done. In, that was done in Queens. 
yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna play this video and check it out. And and as as we're going along, guys, we're gonna talk a little bit about it. So um, so here we go. Used to be toxic, now I don't care, I got my mental intact Learn to move on, learn to be strong, the people I knew in the past The person I was, the person I am, I'm never taking her back I love my life the way that I want, never forget that's a fact Turning my back on people who told me I can't change, I feel the pain But I got my halo pushing the fiends away Back to the future, I'm walking the path of fame Tell me all your stupid opinions, I won't listen today And the day after that, cause people speak on the low But I can't hear what they say, I've had some friends turn to foes Ain't that what time has to offer a friend that turns into family others into your enemies but my watch is slow talking to my reflection whenever i need help like when i fell into the moments of my life i cannot tell but the man you see today is different i like to call him myself because people walked all over him that was doing well i'm not who i used to be man in the mirror new to me time change take away the pain so long but i finally found my way no one can tell me who i am free soul I never had a plan, no chance, but someone set me free, my world, my dreams, my fantasies. Used to get bothered by all the people that told me I won't make it big and said that my mind was so feeble if they saw me now. I bet they change their minds, cause I'm getting love every night, all the time. Never retreat from people that try to defeat your purpose of living, they just exist to ruin beliefs. They take people's morals and keep all the greatest moments and dreams, so they have nightmares instead while you're tired and fall asleep. I'm a diamond in the rough, no one believed it. They won't accept my change, cause they never could achieve it. I let people back when they did it like before. Who I was, I never switch it up, cause I'm the light, but they don't see it. I got people that I'ma take all the way I got people by my side that never changed I got people I never doubted would stay These people made me the person that I am today I'm not who I used to be Man in the mirror new to me Times change, take away the pain So long, but I finally found my way No one can tell me who I am Free soul, I never had a plan No chains, but someone set me free my world, my dreams, my fantasies Used to handle the bullshit, but now I'm handling checks Pushing the negative people to places they cannot rest A place of positive energy, purify my enemies Tell me how much you love me, knife on the back of my neck But you never know how a person changes And it's for the best that I flip the pages on an empty chapter With an empty face, but through the story of my life I've seen what going through the pain is I know what going through the pain is I'm not who I used to be Man in the mirror new to me Times change, take away the pain So long, but I finally found my way No one can tell me who I am Free soul, I never had a plan No chains, but someone set me free My world, my dreams, my fantasies There's the end of it. Yeah, you talked way too much throughout. That. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's there's, but, a de- there's a delay, so it's like it's kind of hard to get that you know in the moment response. But yeah, yeah. cool music video. But, but people can go check it out. Uh, go, you can find it on YouTube. Go check it out. Check out the entire thing. Give him a like. Give him a follow or subscribe. I should say it's, it's on YouTube. So uh, follow him. He he definitely needs the uh, uh, the the followers. We all do. <laughs> on, 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 I noticed on your Spotify, you actually have a decent amount of monthly listeners on there. So that's pretty cool, man. 
Yeah, I, Spotify and YouTube have been pretty well. I, I believe that video had like 18,000, 19,000. Wow. And uh, so far, my best song has been the the other video that we're gonna we're gonna go through so far. But I'm uh, I'm definitely excited for the stuff that I'm working on right now. It's definitely different, but I feel like it's gonna it's gonna pop off pretty well. So I'm kind of taking my time with it to you know make sure it's perfect. I think we have something in common, and the the common thing that we have is that we're both drummers who now I also do kind of some rappy things. Not as good as you at all, but I don't know what it is about drummers that want to be like the front man. I like, we do all the, we do all the work anyways. Like let us in the front. Like, come on. We want to no. be in the front. It's insecurities. Maybe <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's all your guys's insecurities because everyone always gets the, all the chicks in the front. The drummer's always in the back. No one pays attention to him. He's in the back of the video. When the video shoot is done, he's got to do all the leg work. He's got all the gear that he has to load in the van. So yeah, that's exactly what it's it like, is. It's like, it's like it's like it's like you walk up to the hot girls at the concert. What's up, girl? And they're like, "Who are you?" You're like, "I'm the drummer." Like you have to explain yourself who you are to go get laid after a concert. <laughs> it's the drummer and the bassist that no one gives a shit about. That that's what it is. The drummer and the bassist, no one cares about. What what was that? What was that meme? It's like uh, it's like a like you just see legs with the panty drop and says, "Oh wait, you're in, you're the bass player or you're the drummer, whichever it is." And she and, and the that. second one is pulling it back up, <laughs> it back up. It's like no, that's so funny. That's just the way it is. That's I, I, I gotta. I got to say, yeah, that is kind of why I wanted to switch to that that frontman role. Because, you know, being the drummer, I get, what, like, a total of 30 seconds in a music video, if that, like, during a breakdown or something, you know? <laughs> I wanted to switch it up to, you know, so I could, you know, kind of be in something and try something different. And I've always liked the – I've always listened to rap music and stuff. Like, yeah, I played metal, metalcore, deathcore. I've even played – I was in a risecore type, you know, singing band. But, like, I've always really – no, I listen to rap. I listen to a lot of pop, a lot of hip hop and stuff. So like, even though I played metal, I, I always branched out. I even listen to country. I'll be honest. Like I'll jam that shit all day. How, yeah. how, how, old, how old are you again? 25. Yeah. 25. Okay. So there's different, there's definitely a difference in the generations. Like when I was 20, well, I guess when I was like 16. Like you either listen to rap or you listen to rock. It, where I grew up with my friends anyways, it was like that. Sam's saying no, but that's how I grew up. You didn't really listen to everything, but everyone nowadays, if you're under like 25 or under, or under 30, you grew up almost listening to everything all the time. No, that's not I, true. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That is no, true. I'll argue with you with this. I listen to everything when, and I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you. So okay, I, okay, I, that's true. But I, okay, I I picked a genre because I was a skateboarder and I was trying to be a punk rocker. So I guess maybe yeah. it was just me and my. You're friend. a poser. You were a poser, and all you in a music snob, and all you did was listening to one genre and thought it was yep. the best thing since sliced cheese. That's what it was. Yes, that is hey, also true. <laughs> let's go. Let's say, hey, Chad. Let's talk about. There's one of the big the biggest things that you like to do is go fishing. Uh, you love your fishing, and you. I notice uh, if people get on, are with your profile, your personal page, they see a lot of fishing stuff. So 
you know, I know that kind of helped you through uh, clearing your mind a little bit. So, want to talk about that? Yeah, honestly, yeah, I love I love fishing. With uh, you know, not touring, obviously with COVID stuff, but even like taking a break from touring, I have been able to fish so much more. And uh, I actually, my fishing buddy is the original vocalist of Somewhere to Call Home. Is my one of my best friends, and literally my fishing partner <laughs> is is the original vocalist of Somewhere to Call Home. Was it? But, hard yeah, when, it uh, I love. Was it hard to when you wanted to get out of? When you want to go do your own thing, was it hard to tell the rest of the band? Like, did you think they were going to understand where you were coming from when you kind of went your own direction? Well, the thing with that is I didn't come about with Chatty until I think about almost this time this year. So when I exited the band, like, it wasn't even talked about, wasn't even thought about fully yet. You know, I, I just really exited the band having to do with, you know, all of our the eternal issues, basically, and all my mental health stuff is why I exited. So it wasn't, it wasn't for that part officially yet, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's play this next song. Uh, you said you went down to Nashville. Uh, the song title is called what again? I remember when it was easy and it's featuring one of my buddies named soft grunge is his, uh, his artist name. All right, let's play it. But let's, hey, Sebastian, let's not talk through the whole thing. Let me ask a couple questions so this boy's, <laughs> this okay. man's music can get out there. All right, we all are, right. Yeah, here's the deal, folks. We are trying to keep from from getting pinged. We already got pinged on our live, uh, our, our live uh, broadcast because we featured a little bit of music. But so we we're we're thinking hopefully if we can split it up and break up the algorithms it won't ping it. Of course we'll probably be wrong on this one too, but <laughs> we'll find out. All right, so let's play this video here. All right. Yo. I just want a simple life, all this hate around me, oh, bye-bye, these thoughts inside my head, they made me go crazy, all the memories, they made me feel hazy, I remember when it was easy, no struggles, I'm about to be busy, but now is a different time, these ladders you have to climb, oh, feeling positive again, I don't know why, what's the narrative, hey, I didn't have to pay my bills, I was all about the thrills, I was not all alone, I was not all grown, I was just in my zone when my mind wasn't blown, before I was all on my own, why do I have to care, no, this really isn't fair, why do I have to care, I'm living so scared. Why do I have to do this? Why do I, why do I, why do I have to do this? God damn, I feel so clueless. All the memories that I just made, they are my secret aid. I wish I could go back to when I was 15. Didn't have to please anybody but me. I used to write lyrics for the hell of it. Now you write lyrics to stay relevant. If you don't, then you'll just fall off. Now everybody prays that you will fall off. But I'm sorry to tell you I won't fall off. Everybody is so good to put you down. When I was writing in class, they praised me like, wow. Said someday that I would leave this town. Been around the country. Looks like I made them proud. 
I made them proud by getting out of this town. This industry is amazing, but it can bring you down. There are so many highs, but also many lows. Where every move determines how you look at. If you slip up, they will drop you. Yet never look back. Chatty. Why do I have to do this? Why do I? Why do I? Why do I have to do this? Goddamn, I feel so clueless. All the memories that I just made, they are my secret Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do So are you, are you kind of mixing um, rock or a little bit? You're doing your hip hop, but are you mixing kind of some screaming in there? A little bit of a little bit of a metal in with your music. Yeah, this actually this is my most recent. Oh, song Matt, that Matt I put out. Okay. Yep, Matt did the video. He's he's done work for Escape the Fate, Scott Stapp, Creed. Yeah, Rivals. he does. Yeah, Matt and I have gone way, 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 way back. Yeah. So. Yeah, he, cool, he did man. an ama- amazing job. Dude, I, I But mean, yeah, so it's a... Uh... Go ahead. Yeah, so this was the first uh, the first song, I guess, branching into... Because that's without... But for my, my new stuff I'm working on, it's uh, a lot more of that alt-rock type stuff. You know, I got a bunch of, you know, drums, guitars, samples and stuff. And um, there's there's going to be some... Maybe a little bit without giving too much hints, some, you know, some breakdowns and some more screaming, maybe some old school, you know, metalcore rise record type chorus parts in some of my my new songs. So it's I'm very excited. Like, I got to say, personally, I love like the stuff that I released so far last year. Like last year, I, I stayed grinding. I released six songs, two music videos. I was doing like a song a month for a good period built my Spotify numbers up, YouTube numbers up. So like I put in, I put in a grind, but the last, um, I've been taking a little bit of a break for about the last month or two. Um, you know, I've been working, I've been working like crazy working on, um, you know, buying a new house and all that stuff. But so I've been working on some songs slowly here and there, but it's, 
it's going to be worth worth the wait for the new stuff. I'm I'm very excited for it. I'm going to ask Sam a question. Is that style of music that he's playing, is that style of music that he's playing, the genre, now to me, Sam, I love that kind of hip-hop, screamo kind of feel. It's kind of like it's new. Is that a newer genre that's just kind of now starting or has it been out for a while? Because you would know more than I know. Like I, it's you called, wouldn't know. it's emo rap. That's what it's called. Um, so okay. yeah, all the, all the littles, all the littles kind of got it started a little bit. Um, like little, uh, what is it? Fuck little damn. See, I can't remember all the little names. Um, help me up, Chad, <laughs> man. There, there's so, there's so many rappers and artists and emo artists that start emo rap artists that start with little, <laughs> yeah. there's like little Aaron, little pumps, yeah. try to do stuff. Little skies is trying to do stuff. Little Lotus. I partied with Little Lotus in uh, Dallas, actually. The first time I met a guy named Caleb, who's in a band called Begotten, uh, his buddy is Little Lotus, and we actually partied uh, in my hotel for like four in the morning being stupid. But uh, th- then, his, then his music career kind of took off, and he's a pretty cool dude. He does this kind of emo. I don't listen to him. I just met him and hung out with him one night. Uh, is he kind of the same similar style of what you're doing? He um he mixes up a lot to be honest. I actually played a show with him <laughs> when I w- with somewhere to call home. I played uh, one of the tour packages he was on. He was on a weird tour package. It was like I set my friends on fire, Keonashi, Little Lotus. It was like a, a a week and a half weird tour thing <laughs> that I ended up playing one of the shows. But yeah, some of his new stuff along with a guy named Little Aaron is more of what. I'm trying to, you know, branch into my style, you know, okay. it's because it, I've, I've always liked, like, I've always been a sucker for, like, I'll be honest, like, I'm a sucker still at 25 for those hard hitting rise records, attack, attack, Aston Alexandria type chorus type stuff. Like, I, I love that singing ballad type, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, so I really, that's one thing I wanted to do because I couldn't really do that with Summer to Call Home. It wasn't our style. It wasn't what we were going for. So that's that's kind of what I want to do now is kind of put everything together somehow, make it sound good of, you know, what I like, you know, what I'm so comfortable you, writing so and are doing. Are, are you, are you going to head over and start getting face tattoos and um, drink some lean? Oh, God. No. Yeah. You got to that's, that's the only way to be legit apparently. I don't I don't I don't understand. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm, I don't know. I'm halfway there. I got my nose pierced. Does that count? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's counts. That's 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 one tenth. Yeah, I am going to tell you I'm going to tell you this chatty like that uh that emo rap whatever it's called, I do like that style of music. So, I know you just started this not so long ago as you grow, man. I want to pay attention to what you're doing. Because uh, I, I think it's a cool, neat genre. I don't know very, very many artists that I didn't really dive into it much. So you're kind of the first person I'm going to be paying attention to, man. So I'm excited to hear what you come out with in the future or soon. I I appreciate it. I think we're really going to – I've, I've been talking with Sam for a while with stuff, you know, music-related over the years. But I do – I'm definitely going to send both you guys some stuff. I really think, you know, you'll like it more than what you've heard so far. It's going to be different. 
better quality videos. It's going to be, I'm definitely going to be putting a, a bunch into it. So I'm excited for it and excited to have you guys hear it and, you know, have everyone hear it. But yeah, there's, there's really not too many, to be honest, there's really not too many like people trying to do that alt rock rap genre. There's only a few that are like really making it pop, which would be like, you know, Machine Gun Kelly is doing great for what he's trying to do with it. Mod Son is doing great for what he's trying to do with it. Little Aaron is another example that's doing great with it. So I'm just trying to still do that rap stuff, but also incorporate full band style environment, you know? Because me personally, like whenever I go to like certain rap shows and stuff I've went to that have had full bands and it's not just pressure play on the MacBook and rap over a backtrack, you know, like I, I want that, especially when shows get back, I want to have that full band feel, but still being my style that I'm trying to create. I think who does some of this uh, a, a little bit would be uh, falling in reverse. They take like a metal core kind of edge to the rapping style. Uh, would you agree with that? No, maybe not. Cause he does a little bit of rapping in his music also. Yes, he does rapping, but he, it's not it's not the full on thing. That's metalcore with like new metal breakdowns and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. He has he, he has like a straight up rap album himself. Yeah, sure. he does, but it's not emo rap. Emo rap oh, is very it's it, all, it all sounds insane to me almost, man. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, um I I mean I like falling in reverse, but it, it, it is it's a different aspect. Like, yeah, he raps and stuff, but it's not necessarily what I'm doing. Got it. So Sam, Sam was pretty spot on with that. It's it's okay. It's, it, I'm introducing a lot of new stuff to Sebastian, and I'm glad that he's actually taking it on versus going, no, I don't fucking like that. I don't like that. I don't want to listen to it. And, nope, he's open to it. He yeah. was actually the one that said, nope. I don't listen to country, but let's have some country guests. I want to start listening to country. He's stuck. He's, for the most part, has always been punk, uh, rebel punk, um, to to rock, to like regular alt rock. Yep. Roughly right in there. But we've been throwing him some heavy, heavy down-tempo stuff. We've been throwing him some some uh, metal core that's probably a little bit heavier than what he's used to as far as metal core. So Sebastian's growing as a, as a human being and as a music <laughs> listener. And so th- you are his second rap hip hop artist, but the first emo rap artist. For, no third, but the first emo, definitely the first emo, emo rap artist that I've had on the podcast and I, I think it's brilliant, man. And, you know, I think it's important to grow. It, it, even as a musician, you should listen to all different types of genres to get, you know, even, even to, you can incorporate something from everything into your, into, your, into your music, man. When you're writing, it's music creativity. And as a podcaster, I think it's important for me to open up my world to different music also just to get some different questions out there and self-knowledge, really. Exactly. A hundred percent. Like I couldn't agree more. Like I feel like as a musician, you're only hurting yourself if you don't branch, not necessarily branch out, but if you don't study other genres and, you know, try to learn more about it. Cause you know, if you stick to just one thing, you never know what you might be good at or what you might be able to incorporate or learn from, you know, 
like that's what I'm trying to do. Like I'm trying to take different styles that I listen to and try to blend it together. Not where it's too overpowering, but you know, to make a good sound out of it that I like with styles that I like, you know, and I'm taking stuff that I've learned from listening from, you know, straight rap artists that I listen to that are just rap, um, mixing it with like, like again, without giving out too much, like some of my new stuff is honestly a little bit, some pop punk elements in it too. So nice. like I'm I'm really trying nice. to to blend in a couple couple things and it's so far it's coming out good. Um I'm still on that little fence line if I really want to drop an album or just keep dropping single after single and go from there and just keep building and building. So you know I got about about halfway through of as far as writing and um for what I would do for the album but I don't know if I'm going to drop for the singles or the album but it's it's going good and it's i'm definitely incorporating a lot of those styles i got the pop punk styles those hard-hitting rise record chorus parts i got a couple parts that are actually some pretty faster rap parts compared to some of the other stuff that i've released so far so i've been practicing a lot you know focusing on my downtime when i'm not fishing (laughs) and uh you know working some new skills just trying to make the best out of it and just have fun yeah, I would recommend still just releasing singles until it comes time to tour, then taking all those singles and giving it a title and putting it putting it on a CD because there might still actually be people that might buy CDs. <laughs> I don't know. There, there, are, there, the, are, there are, there are, there no, are. No, 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 there, there was. There was. We just don't know when this next evolution of touring, if people are still going to buy CDs because gotcha. now they're buying albums. So you know they're getting into the vinyl and and everything like that. So I'm I'm I know it's going to be definitely less. I remember a time that you needed to have like two thousand CDs for for like a three week four week tour. Now you can probably shave that down to about two hundred. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't even remember what what we used to print. I know we reprinted a lot of like my past stuff. We reprinted a a lot of CDs for tour. We went through CDs a lot, but that's one thing I've noticed too lately is vinyls are making a huge comeback. Like I see a lot of my friends post around and I've seen around that people are starting to buy record players again and like, you know, start collecting a bunch of them more, which I think is cool. Yeah. I, I would yeah. love I would love to do something like that if, you know, I get some more hype and buzz around because I know they are pretty expensive to print, but that's something I would I would be all all for doing, you know. I think it's cool. Well, one of, cool. one of the biggest hype hype buttons around the vinyl is not only the artwork that you have on your cover, but how if you can create a distinct vinyl album with colors and and features inside of it. Like I'm waiting for the first like ant farm. Literally, there's ants inside of it. You know, like a little ant farm. I, I know someone's gonna do it. I just know someone's gonna do it. But just remember, folks. Those ants eventually will die because they have no air. So don't be a dick. <laughs> hey, is is that a Bass Pro Shop hat you're wearing? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're the first. You're probably the first and only rapper to wear a Bass Pro Shop hat on my podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> Do for my uh my my next video. 
that I'm going to do. I'm going to dress in the Bass Pro hat. I'm going to get my Bass Pro jacket that I have. I'm going to put my snow pants on, man. I'm going to I'm going to even bring a fishing pole in the video. I, I would even you say know? go to Bass Pro shop and film it there. <laughs> film it at the big tank. You fishing nope, nope. at the big tank. So what I'm going to do, this is it right here. You, you just answered that. The video is literally just going to be fishing. I'm just going to go out in a boat and I'm going to fish. That's the video. <laughs> That's it. It'll be a, a simple shot for whoever's shooting it. It'll be like, look, all you got to do is, is shoot me on the boat. I'm going to sing on the boat. Hey, Maybe if know, I catch this, a fish every once in a while. This, this sums you up, though. You're in a rock band. You're doing rap now. You love fishing. You support Bass Pro Shop. You're like the total package musician, man. You got it all covered. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I want to ask you. That, I think we're gonna go ahead. No, no, no. You're good. I was just answering that. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. I think we're gonna end. The, we're gonna end the podcast once again. I apologize for the delayed video quality that we have. We're still testing out Streamyard and Wi-Fi things like that. But I do want to ask you before we get off: Do you have a website, and where can everyone download, stream, purchase your music at? Yep. So everyone can go to, um, I'm working on rebranding a little bit. Like I'm still keeping my chatty, but I'm, you know, new image, new songs, video styles and everything. But the website, I am chattyofficial.com. You'll be able to get a bunch of new merch. I'll be dropping in a couple months. Um, songs are all on there. Uh, you can also just search chatty. Mine is with a period after. So I do lowercase chatty period. Um, you can search that all Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, everywhere you can find music. And, you know, if everyone, anyone wants to, you know, follow, you know, for Twitter, Instagram, I am Chatty Official for Instagram and I am Chatty Music for Twitter. And, um, yeah, I, I'm everywhere. <laughs> you got it. And you knew all those answers because you used to be the drummer of a band. And that's why you know all those answers. If you listen to my podcast, you would know why I just said that. Right, Sam? <laughs> you guys are calling out. You know what? Bass players are people, too. Okay? <laughs> Bass players are people, too. So are guitarists. Okay, vocalists, maybe not so much. They're, they're, on, a, they're on a diva level, so. <laughs> what? One thing I got to say, the best part about going to the vocalist role is all the shit I don't have to carry anymore. <laughs> all I got to carry is a microphone. Don't be that guy. I, I used to... Man, between all the drum stuff I had to carry, I had a giant drum case. All I had a whole rack case of all my electronics. All Man, I had to make like three or four trips into a venue each night. And then I'd be looking at my vocalist and he's like, yeah, I got the microphone. That's all I need. You know? <laughs> That's messed up, man. All right, well, uh, if people want to find out, now, Sam and I just switched to StreamYard. Like, I, I mentioned that, and we're going to keep on mentioning it until we get used to it. So, I I don't know if we're still going to be using, I think for the time being, we're still going to be doing uh, Apple and Spotify. We're going to take this stream, put it on there. You can hear all our full episodes still on the loudspot.net. Uh, we're going to start doing a lot of live streaming on Facebook and YouTube, and we're going to be doing that. Uh, Sam, anything else you want to mention uh, about this new switch over that we're making? 
Well, not only the switch over, but don't forget, guys, uh, to pick up your merchandise at uh, www.theloudspot.net. Uh, you know, that helps support the show. Um, and just bear with us as we get this uh, get this thing going. Um, it's going to take a little time. We, we're, we're working kinks out. We try to work out kinks tonight with the video, try to break it up a little bit so it doesn't get pinged as much. Uh, of course, when that claim... Chatty owns his own music, so he can uh, he if it comes to his claim page, he could be like, "Yeah, I accept it." Yeah. So I I I, know, I understand they try to protect artists, but I think sometimes they forget about the little guys need the exposure. So um, yeah. we know that our bigger yeah. artists that we have on, we can't play it just as much. But uh, yeah, so. Every if you want to hear this audio version, go to theloudspot.net. If you uh, if you like all these live videos, let us know because we we're trying to figure out which one's the best for us, which one's the best platform for us as well. As we continue to grow, we'll probably if we don't see any uh, big growth in the uh, audio version, we're probably gonna abandon the audio version and just keep doing the video versions. Um, so. Yeah, that's all uh, I got. Some other changes we're going to make is we are uh, going to hopefully maybe adopt a a co-host, a female co-host, to second me on the podcast. And Sam's going to be, as the executive producer, he's going to be doing all the buttons in the background and popping in every now and again. So 2021 yeah. for us is, it's a growing year for sure. And Chatty, man, thank you very much for being on the podcast. One of our new experiences on the podcast, it's with you. So we definitely appreciate it. Sam's been working his tail off. I'm not kidding, guys. Listen, Sam is working his butt off to get all this going on for the podcast. So, Sam, thank you very much. Our 100th episode, actually, it's going to air. They're going to air this one after the 100th episode. So never mind. (laughs) This will go live on Monday, uh, but you won't know about it. So it will already be passed uh, as we're trying to fill out. But eventually, what interviews we have, they will be going live automatically. No, we got to get GoPro on this stuff. Got to go pro. Got to go. We're going pro. All right, guys. We're out of here. Chatty, thanks again. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. And I'm, I, I'm pointing at you, but my arm's going underneath the screen. So yeah. don't go anywhere. Stay right there. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. This is the loud spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has to pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.